A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, we just went deep into the well with Kim Pierre. Yes, yes, drawing, drawing from the source, the wisdom, the experience, the self-reflection. Man, he's uh, he's one heck of a dude. I feel like uh, Akeem's one of these people that I'm just grateful for his presence, and and I feel like he's tapped into to the source the way he's able to share and, and teach and reflect mm. uh there's just like um an ancient wisdom to to how he he shares you know yeah yeah so fun we've had this uh, we've had this conversation with him uh before uh but kind of like his origin story some of like his business and and the things that make him unique in terms of the space he takes up you know maybe professionally in the world and you can listen to that but this conversation was like these are some profound wisdoms and truths that you can like apply into your own life and really level up. I feel like uh, listening to this conversation in person, I was like having that reflection during the conversation. I'm like, if I listen to, if I just listen to this one conversation four or five times, like there's no way I'm not a better person by the end of it. You know, right? if I can like action these, these things that we're talking about like i will level up yes and get closer to the path that i wish to walk you know yes yes um so okay. good okay a couple of things before we let it roll um on one of his podcasts hakeem was there uh, with one of his guests they were talking about leveling up we were just talking about this and uh, kind of reversing the experience with age yes so sometimes we like uh feel sad about aging that we were losing our youth or whatever, but they, they repurposed Akeem and his guest repurposed uh, and kind of flipped that switch to like how in video games you keep leveling up and, you know, level a hundred is better than level five. And once you're at level a hundred, you know, you've, you've, you've kind of gained all these, these skills and these powers and these wisdoms and you yeah. wouldn't want to go back to level 30 or level 20. Yeah. You know, you're like, you're at level a hundred, like let's celebrate this. So, um, when you think about aging, think about leveling up versus getting older, you know? That's right. I love that. Just a little perspective shift. 
and how it can change. It can make all the difference. And really that's uh, one of the themes of the conversation is like maybe minor shifts in our awareness and our understanding that have major implications for how we live. Yeah, this is a really, really good, powerful conversation. We know you're going to enjoy it. This episode is sponsored by Athletic Greens. We love Athletic Greens and we love AG1. It is delicious. It is chalk full of vitamins and the essential nutrients, 75 different vitamins and nutrients that you all need. Um, man, it's just so great. Zach, what do you love about it? I got to say, I'm a bit of a, a self, self-proclaimed self uh, connoisseur of uh, supplements and green powders and you know all, all, all of the different health things that uh, one could take on their journey with wellness. And uh, I'm hooked on AG1. It's, I start my day every day with AG1, and uh, it just gives me that little extra, extra insurance policy to make sure I'm getting all the, all the goods, all the nutrients and vitamins and probiotics and um, everything that I need to, to be my best self. And, yes. And uh, I don't say this lightly, but I'm, I'm hooked. I love it. Yeah, it's good. AG1 uh, is a small micro habit with huge benefits. It's one thing that you can do for yourself every single day that you know it's going to help like take care of your health especially as we're you know coming into the winter season here where colds and flus are going around it's one thing you can do it for for yourself every day that you know it's just that extra little insurance policy make sure you're getting all your all your greens in and just uh yeah keeping yourself healthy and on the right track and um i love it i love a I love a company that gives back too and in 2020 uh, a couple years ago when people were in great need uh uh, Athletic Greens donated over 1.2 million meals to kids in need. Like that's just incredible. So you're doing something good for yourself, and as a company that gives back, you're doing something good for others too, which is which is great. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com/slash/moregood. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash more good to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So be sure to check it out, my friends. So without any further ado, let us turn it over to the man himself. Akeem Pierre. All right, everyone. Welcome back. We're here with our good friend, Akeem. Akeem Pierre, the return back to a little more good for even more goodness. But dude, welcome back. It's good to have you. Um, kick us off. Give, bring us in. Bring us in in the fashion like that only you can. Love, 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 love. I give thanks for community. Love, 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 love. I give thanks for the harmony between my external environment and my internal environment. Love, 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 love. I give thanks for conversations that raise my vibration. Love, 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 love. Bless y'all. Yes. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Much love. Yeah, man. Thank you. Just Thank you. Just charge the room, man. Just yeah. charge I'm the room. I'm right now. I'm yeah. that right, right now. I felt that. Yeah. I felt that. Give thanks. I feel like the water felt that. I felt that. Yeah. This room is just, I feel the, the, the frequency has we been, uh, now. Yeah. That's, it. that's it. Let's go. Yeah. Thank you, Akeem. Yeah, Thank man. you. Well, I'm so excited. Um, our, our past episode, for those that haven't listened, you know, pause this one and rewind back. But uh, I feel like um, I learned a lot from that. And I'm mm. so grateful for, for you and the mm. space that you hold. And 
I'm excited to get into some some next level conversations here. Give thanks. I'm yeah. excited too. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't know Akeem, you can always go back and listen to that. We covered like so your, your backstory, kind of how mm-hmm. you got into the work that you do with Rich Soul Foods and mm-hmm. talking about some of your Beyond Wellness retreats and all that. Fantastic conversation. Lots of information too about different you know, herbs and supplements and things that you can take to be, you know, the highest version of yourself. So mm-hmm. yeah, shout out to that episode and to all of the information that you dropped for us there and sharing your story. But and today we're, we're taking it a new direction. New Let's direction. go. Yeah. So I love the alignment here. One mm-hmm. kind of filter that Dean and I have been talking a lot about mm-hmm. is action versus distraction or, mm-hmm. uh, distraction versus opportunity. Like mm-hmm. what's a distraction and what's an opportunity. And, and I guess the third phase would be inaction, like choosing to rest or choosing mm-hmm. to pause. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's always opportunities and there's all these things that come our way and having discernment to see, is this an opportunity that, that serves me and serves my community? Mm-hmm. Or is this a distraction that's kind of taking me away from from my the path that I, or the journey that I'm on? Mm-hmm. And uh, I know that I can often be guilty by just kind of, navigating towards distractions because they're easy Mm -hmm. sometimes they're fun but they don't serve the bigger purpose and the further i get seduced or enticed by those distractions the further i get from the path that i want to be on Mm -hmm. um so i know this is uh i've been listening to almost alkaline podcast your Mm -hmm. podcast and and i was excited to find this as a consistent theme so Maybe we can get into the the keep, upgrade, delete, the ops versus the opportunity, the seeds or the harvest, the roots before the fruits. Mm-hmm. We can get into all those things. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There's so many layers to it as as the, the podcast for me is, is really a, like a stream of consciousness. So just like what's on my spirit at the time. And a lot of it has been this theme because... I have a dream, I have a vision and I know I love what I do. Like I know I love it. That's not a question. But then I do sometimes feel that burnout and I do feel that that level of anxiety or or tiredness or or even sometimes like confusion with it. And I was figuring out like how, like why, you know, cuz if you love what you do, then you're not working a day in your life. So I looked into it and I realized that even if you love what you do, if you're on the path of distractions, of doing things where you're a lot of the times like living other people's dreams and what other people want for you, then you're going to go down this path. And before you know it, you're you're in that same vicinity of your vision. But it's like it's it's like taking a a, a side, like even like a one degree detour Mm. from your vision is huge. When we talk about going around the whole world, like I forget what that one degree does. Right. But that one degree makes, makes you miss your mark by so much. So really was just tuning in and had to do the audit, like the audit of self of like, of these things in my life, which are the things that are current in this season of my life. You know, because there's certain things that I had growing up. There's certain things that I had to get me to where I am that are no longer relevant to this current season and, and where I'm at. So I had to really look at that and audit it and and just like understand, overstand that there is that the programming that we have within us that it makes us attracted to some of these distractions and and 
this last couple months has been an opportunity for myself to get real with myself mm. and to, to look and analyze to see what is really in alignment. And, and then when we talk about inaction, that's when inaction came up because it's like, whoa, I need rest because I can't make a decision from this place. I need to rest. I need to get myself to a space where I'm not in scarcity mode, I'm not in survival mode, and I could move forward with clarity, and I can move forward with peace and ease, and when I make the decision, it's coming from abundance. It's like, I can't do this when I'm like feeling like I'm running from a dog, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yes. So then that's when the rest came in, and then I really started to prioritize that rest, and then from that rest, I get to have a deeper connection with myself. And then that's going to help me to be able to audit, to know what's a distraction, what's an op or an opportunity. And, and it also is going to help me to just make those better, clearer decisions, right? As we're talking about roots before fruits, right? Where it's like in scarcity mode, you just want the win. You just want the fruit. You just want to eat. So why am I going to focus on tending to the roots and nurturing these roots? I just want a fruit right now, mm. right? But that's not doing you service, right? Because you, if you want that longevity, even if you take that fruit, you're going to plant the seed and tend to the roots. So it's just going through that process and it's, it's been a journey, you know, it's, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a beautiful journey, but just realizing and understanding the importance of continually auditing yourself, your life, the programs that are running and, and creating a, an environment of alignment in your life. Yeah. We're, that's really interesting. I, I love that that kind of awareness piece starts with like the, the necessity to rest mm -hmm. because so often we just were wired in a society that just says like, do more, do more, do more. Mm -hmm. If you want to find the answer to why you're unhappy, just do this, do that, do mm -hmm. that. And really it's often that stripping away and getting back to like yourself. Mm -hmm. So I think that's so important, like just for people listening is to be sometimes what you need is like a pause Exactly. and that the true hack isn't adding anything else. It's like taking, taking that rest. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's built into the rhythm of life, right? Like mm -hmm. we have that depending on like whatever different traditions, but there's like a Sabbath day, a rest day, exactly. holidays or holy days where mm -hmm. we pause from mm -hmm. the work and do these things. And like, we need that within ourselves too. But I'm really curious, was there something that maybe surprised you? when you came out of this audit, like things that you thought I, these were like my for sure's I'm going to keep doing this, keep doing that, investing in this. And then after the process or even in the middle of the process, realizing maybe some of the things that you thought were like my yes, for sure's were actually things that you could remove. Did that happen? Were there any surprises along um, the way or? I would say there wasn't too many surprises. Okay. It was just returning to that, that part of myself where that original vision came, where the original mission, the original clarity came, returning to that. And then that's what the rest did. It returned it to that like center space. Mm. And then it's like, oh yeah, this is why, you know? So it's more so like, it just reminded me of, of why I started, what this vision's about, what we're doing here right. and why I really love this. Um, but something that I, I will say is, um, in my morning routines are my rising rituals um, to have uh, to do breath work. Like I started off with Wim Hof breath work and that was something that was a surprise of just how helpful and effective it is. Yeah. And um, for me, the way I look at it is like when I wake up and I'd have a scattered energy, thoughts everywhere, 
you know, you, you may have a decision to make that day and you're just thinking about that decision and with the Wim Hof breathing or just any sort of breathing that gets you into that presence is it sort of like all the shaking, it, it like calmed that down and allowed me to just be here. And then from there is like, okay, now we could decide. Now we could go forward with the next steps and wait till later to decide even, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. And um, so that's been helpful. And just like before doing work, before going to do work, like let's do a round of breathing. Um, so that's been, that's something that was sort of a, a surprise for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, just that I knew the importance of breath. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. I knew the importance of breath, but just like the, how quick yeah. it could just get you into the state and how important it is to be in the state. Yes. You know, and just how the state is really everything. You know, when we're going to make a decision, like what state are you making that decision from when you're about to take the action, right? As we're talking about the action or distraction, it's like, well, how do you know? It's like, well, if you're in a state of clarity, empowerment and presence, you're going to be able to know like action or distraction, you know, what's the distraction. So I feel that was uh, a surprise. Yeah. Um, and then, um, just on, on another note, which is something I knew, which is something that was a little bit deeper in, uh, more to my core from my childhood. It was just the people pleasing, you know what I mean? It was just the, the people pleasing and, and wanting to do right by everybody. And then you forget yourself. So I could say it was surprising of how deep it went, mm. you know, when mm -hmm. I took a step back and I audited and I looked at, I'm like, wow. This is deep. It's ingrained in many different aspects of my life, of my business, of my relationships. So that was a surprise of really like, dude, like this time, you know, we got to we got to work on this. We yeah. got to reprogram that need for that um, affirmations of others, the need or the, the fear of conflict, the fear of letting people down. Yeah. And then, um, so that was like a big reason why I would step into distraction. I would step into these things that are taking me further away because when I look at it, it's like, well, I valued that over my vision. Mm. And it's like, ooh, that hurts when, when you actually take that. You can feel it. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, because I feel like I'm all about the vision, like I'm all for the vision. But you actually care more about what that person thinks about you than the vision. Right. Which is tough realities. Like You come to tough realities with these things. Totally. Tough. So when you when you looked within, I'm curious, like where where did you think that started from? Like, mm -hmm. where did that sense come from that? Like, hey, I got to be this person who like lives and pleases, lives for and pleases other people. Mm -hmm. Did you find like the, the start point, the root of that? Yeah, it was definitely in my childhood just to just to be safe. You know what I mean? Like yeah. my brother, for example, he's old. he's my older brother. He's a bully. You know what I mean? So I, I got an older to, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Always wanted to in my household, like with my father, same way. Like it was like m very military mm. type of household. So I, my nervous system was in tune to walk into a room and see like, is everything okay? Like, is it, is it clean? Like I was like, like military clean, you know, but we're talking about the, the bottom of the stairs. Like what's that thing in the, 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 that goes on the bottom oh, of the, the baseboard, the baseboards, yeah. you know, like where the baseboards, like I'm, I'm young, like 10 years old thinking about baseboards. Are they clean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that kind of came with me. And then I was the one that's like, even between me and my brother that I cared more where I, I was like, I don't know why, where this came from. Maybe it's just cause like, I didn't want to go through the trouble. So I was going to be the one that I'm, I'll take on the care for us. 
and then I'll do the thing to, to make sure it gets done because I don't want to deal with the problems that come with it. Right. So I would say it's definitely from the childhood. And then just being like, being the, I was always an athlete. You know, I was always like uh, the top athlete, but then it kind of isolated me from people, mm-hmm. you know, where people looked at me a certain way going into high school, junior high. And then even then it was like something where I just wanted to be a part of the, the regular people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. want people to look at me like I'm, different. I'm someone different, yeah. you know? So it, it continued through there and then it just never left really mm-hmm. and just got deeper and deeper. So when you're auditing yourself, how does, what does that look like? Cause I, obviously there's a lot of unpacking that gets you to the clarity and, and the action here. But if, mm-hmm. if, if we're listening to this and I'm like, shit, I need to audit myself. What are the steps you go through to kind of check in like that? Mm-hmm. The steps you go through a lot of it. Um, one is like, I feel like, like, uh, meditations, like these times of stillness is is moments when things just pop up Mm. right so note those things right but what it does is like you can just look back on your quarter Mm -hmm. and just look at the decisions that you made right and then you could see even like where did these decisions come from like why did you make these decisions right and then you could see like what the patterns are and then from there you could you know you really choose like do i want to keep doing these types of things right or do i want to upgrade it like it's still good we can just upgrade it or do i want to just get rid of it right you know so it's something where journaling is the thing it's it's not something i necessarily have like i do once a quarter it's like it's it's pretty constant consistent like where you review you should have uh, i feel it's good to have uh, like a daily way that you review your day you know, and then every week you review your week, every month you review your month. So there's just like a constant built in. It's not something you necessarily have to think about. And then you just look at like, even what results did you want? What results did you get? Why do you think that happened that way? And then, um, and then just like on the daily is, is like, just what challenges do you have? So if you write your challenges every day, then you get to see like, oh, this has been a challenge for a long time. <laughs> mm. You get to, see, you know, if you see your journal, like I've been writing about this for a long time. And then those, those sort of come up, but it's just take a look. Like, so just take a look, take some moment in silence and just look at your life and just look at how things are going and see which of those things are things that you want to keep doing, things you want to work on and upgrade or things you want to get rid of. And try to get that into your your life on a consistent basis can we dive a little deeper into the keep upgrade or delete big time use the yeah. little software analysis that, uh, <laughs> yeah. that you use i think we all know like the apps on our phones and mm-hmm. you know we fill we fill up a lot of space on our phone mm-hmm. with a lot of apps that we might not use mm-hmm. but i think uh that can be an analogy for how we live our live our day-to-day which yeah. is how we live every day right mm. big time Mm-hmm. So when we talk about that is like when we when we're like when I was referring to burnout earlier and just mm-hmm. being tired and anxious, it's like it's like I just had too many programs running that were no longer serving me. So I'm trying to maintain all these things and it's not even going towards my vision. So I leave out of my day to day vision to tend to these programs that don't serve me. So then it's just um, it's something where we look at feelings like I honor feelings, you know what I mean? Like I honor feelings. I don't want to say 
your feelings, like disregard your feelings, but just know that your feelings are coming from beliefs, which are programs, right? So then you get to look if you feel something a lot and it's consistent, you get to say like, why, like, where is this coming from? And then you get to ask like, do I want this to keep happening in my life? Do I want to keep having this in my life? And then from there, it's, it's a rip, like a process of repetition. It's not like you just delete like on a computer. I yes. wish it was that easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you can just delete. But it's, it's, it's one of those things where then once you have that awareness, then it's, um, it's a process of consistently trying to tune yourself into that new program, mm -hmm. trying to replace that with the thoughts. That's why the affirmations, that's why it's key to put in information into your being that is going to remind you of that re that new reality and to be surrounding yourself. That's a big thing that I really realized this summer. Um, we were speaking about like the outdoor workouts where it's like create an environment of greatness, right? And this is where you don't have to think about reprogramming because your environment is programming you. Mm -hmm. So what, what do you want programs do you want to keep? Go to an environment that reinforces that, right? If it's in your house, like this program of eating unhealthy foods will create an environment of your house where you don't have any foods that are unhealthy. Then that's going to event. You're going to open the fridge and you're going to see nothing. You're going to open your counter. You're going to see nothing. Then it's going to happen over time. And then it's just going to be nothing there. Then you're going to eat this one healthy food that you're like, ah, that's a second option. And then it's just going to be the, the thing. So I feel like that environment of greatness is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately and working on cultivating mm -hmm. is creating that environment of greatness where when you're tired, when you exhausted, burnt out, you don't have to think about it. You just go to your environment, you go to your home, you go to your, have a conversation with someone and that's going to help tune you into those new programs and put those programs onto your hard drive, into your life. So I feel that's key, that environment, like just go into an environment, create environments that are going to help support you towards where you want to go. Yeah, that's good. I think we often think about like, I'm just in, as you're speaking, like making the kind of connection between, you know, social media for all of the things we say, oh, it's like negative and all of this and the algorithm and the echo chamber. Mm -hmm. Sure. There's a lot of that's negative about that. But at the same time, like if you are following or surround yourself with people that are posting, sharing content that is like life giving and it's creating that environment around you, like mm -hmm. you just kind of see more and more of mm -hmm. that. And then you start to like adopt and live out some of those values. Mm -hmm. Right. And it can have a negative influence for sure, as we often see with social media. Yeah. But in this case, like if you kind of build your followers or mm -hmm. following around people that are like inspirational and sharing the things and, and living the way that you want to be living like mm -hmm. that will serve to move you into those places and mm -hmm. spaces where you can then start to actually impact and shape your own life mm -hmm. for the better right so you're not opening looking for chocolate bars and candies you're yeah. saying oh, i'm gonna have like something that's actually gonna feed me and fuel me like mm -hmm. well and learn that that's actually super enjoyable as enjoyable if not more so right yeah, than like exactly. the treat or whatever we would have mm -hmm. yeah i like that i like that it's a good reminder of like how we can create those spaces with intentionality like mm -hmm. around us yeah and i think that's so important and we can't undermine the importance of environment and how we're just we're a subject to our environment yeah so create the environment to how you want it to be and really be disciplined and diligent with how you create your environment right 
And it comes back to the idea, like you spoke about earlier, the idea of having that vision or purpose, or like some people say the why, mm. like, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. And having clarity on that helps you then to say, okay, what environment do I need to create to help me achieve that in the best possible way? Exactly. Is this a, is this a distraction for me? Is this an opportunity for me to pursue it further? I love it. It's all linked. It's all connected. All connected. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. surprise. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, powerful. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. There, there's this saying that I often think about and I want to surround myself always with aspirational people mm-hmm. uh, like like both of you. And uh, the saying is you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. But mm-hmm. I think what you just did with you know, setting these environments is really you're the average of the environment that you create. So yeah. if, if you want to be active, if you want to be healthy, it's like, you know, setting that stage, mm-hmm. surrounding yourself with with healthy individuals or or, or people that are exercising or, or have health food available. Um, you're creating that environment that you want to, mm-hmm. and, and being a part of it. So I love that. Set that stage. Yeah, it's key. And this was because I really, it really hit me when I went to those morning workouts and I was in that environment and they were pushing me and I'm like, this is going to make me great. And I, it doesn't matter how I feel going into it. I just need to show up. Yes. And they're going to help me be the best version of myself during those, that one hour that we're together. Yes. I'm like, this is easy. Like yeah. it's easy. It, it's I don't have to stress because sometimes we get in our heads about things of trying to like work. Like if we have this thought, if we're not going that hard in the gym, we like be, be hard on ourselves and, you know, we make it something where we feel bad about it. But then it's like, yo, just go into that environment yes. and then you don't have to think about it. Just I don't even think about the workout program I'm going to do. I just show up yeah. and then the best comes out of me because of that environment. Mm. So it's, it's so, so important to, yeah. to really be intentional with that space. Is there an element, would you say, is there an element of like surrender for you in that where like you go into an environment like that, like those morning workouts or even like in breath work or in meditation, is there an element where you kind of surrender expectations or surrender yourself to the environment or to mm-hmm. that experience and allow, allow it to kind of like shape you or move you into new, new direction? Yeah. Everything that we spoke about so far is surrender. You know, it's like, hey, let me take the hands off the wheel. You know, um, if it's because it's like the the saying, like if it's within your understanding, then you're still trying to control it. Mm. So it's like I'm trying to get things and do things that I really don't understand right now. So I got to like let go of this control. So a big part of all of this is is surrender and have faith and, and, and believe mm. and not try to just control every step and and craft every step so when it comes to the environment it is a a surrender it's a humility where you gotta become one of the group you know um it's not about like really trying to show off or show you're better or anything it's like no we're just trying to grow here and we're just trying to come together and and build up one another so it's it's so much about surrender Mm -hmm. it's like that's like the underlying to it all like you got to release relax <laughs> you know what i mean relax release control yeah and and allow it to happen you know it's a hard thing to do though mm. yeah it's, it's tough yeah, yeah it's tough it's tough and i've been going to church a lot more lately and and that's really helped me and providing me with with sort of frameworks to that and the different stories in the bible of of surrendering and having faith 
and it's it's inspiring to me so it, it's it's tough but once again get in the environment mm-hmm. of surrender mm-hmm. right so when i go to church i'm around others who surrender you know so that helps me right right i'm i'm not in the environment where everybody feels like they have it figured out and you know like tough guys or whatever you know cool guys no it's like that's the environment where i could surrender i could let my guard down right you know, so that's just another environment. It's tough. Find that environment to help. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> you know? yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So last time, last time we talked, that's, this is like something new for you, right? This, this experience. So how, how has this factored in? What, what brought you to the environment of like surrender and how did that kind of align with, with like a, a, a faith community? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The, this church experience that you're talking about. Yeah. It's interesting because it's all tuning in and alignment, you know? So for me, I was, I don't know why but I was just watching sermons on YouTube for first time in my life. Yeah. You know, like it's the first time in my life I'm watching sermons on YouTube. And, and then that week I get a text message. Hey, come to church. This is, we're starting up again from pastor Tom, right? At Graceville church. And he was mentoring me. We met year, a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was helping me out with the business side of things. And then he just reached out and it just so happened to be in that timing where I was already looking into it. Hmm. I'm like, perfect. I'm a go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, let, yeah. let's go. Yeah. Let's go. And then when I went there, it was just beautiful to be in the environment and um, like a story, just like, you know, like a vulnerable or just like a real story is like um, after church is like, to get prayed over, you know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, you know, I'll go and I'll get prayed over. And then um, after the prayer, like during the prayer, putting the hand on my forehead, right? And like kind of pushing me back, like leaning back and I was fighting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was fighting, you know? And then and then there, and then I was like, oh, there's support behind me. You know what I mean? I could let go and I could let this come into my being and, you know, like, allow it and then so that was a time where i was like uh okay you know and then even even just being in church and seeing the postures right where your hands are forward or hands up and it's like the position of surrender mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it's like oh well our body and our movements can actually put you into these positions of surrender as well so just being there and um and the community was there where it's just it's just love you know it was just love and just welcomed in to the community and just really i was really loving learning about the bible and the different stories in the bible and learning about the different people in the bible and i just wanted to continue to learn more yeah and um and then just really thinking about the like faith you know, and like, you don't have to have it all figured out, which is like anti-society, you know, it like goes against what society believes. Right. But then when I reflected, it, it's like, yeah, a lot of the things that came into my life came into my life in ways I don't understand. Mm. It came into my life when I was least expecting it, or I was just like in a relaxed state, it came in. So it's like, that's not me. Like I'm not doing this. You know, so I, I was like, I resonated with that message of, of having the faith and just taking my hands off the wheel and know that I have guidance. You know what I mean? I have guidance that's with me at all time. And let me lean into that and let's not fight that and let's not try to like 
work with my own brain and like you know try to figure it out within my own head like nah like some things you just don't have to understand and you just allow to mm -hmm. happen and so church has been a it's been a, a year almost a year now and it's been a very impactful um, staple in my life and it's something I'm very grateful to have rediscovered and, and reconnected with it and to just allow myself to be in that that energy and to to give thanks for God and to to just yeah give thanks and have faith and, and just love yeah mm -hmm. oh that's cool man that's that's so interesting like the connection to like you said even that idea of like physical fitness and coming in and mm -hmm. surrendering and experiencing that environment and then like learning and growing mm -hmm. how it is like can it's the same for our like spiritual health as mm -hmm. well right we can put ourselves in environments that are familiar but maybe don't breed as much growth and then we can also step into something where maybe it's uh yeah, there's some more mystery and it's like new, but it is an environment where we can look around and see people who are, you know, moving towards just like a more full version of themselves. Mm -hmm. And it often looks like letting go of those things that, you know, the the mainstream society is like, oh, this is what you need to be to mm -hmm. be successful. And you need to have things all figured out and certainty, mm. like no for sure. Whereas like faith by its very definition is like mystery. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, I don't know why, but I'm like going to put my trust in this. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so yeah. funny how it happens too. Hey, it's like so a, text, a text message, <laughs> yeah. like the week that you've been doing yeah. this, like it's, it makes those things that are like, oh, you know, is it just circumstance? Is it like a coincidence? Mm -hmm. Or is there something else like divinity conspiring to yeah. like move you to a new a new version of who you are? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The upgrade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the upgrade. Exactly, the upgrade. And I got to say, I love the worship. Yeah. You know, I love starting it off with the worship and the, the singing and just being in that vibe and that energy. Like, I really... I really love that that energy and then even just listening to that type of music is like another way to create that environment in your life yeah to reaffirm certain things in your life so yeah it's been it's been a major a major blessing for me and yeah like if you listen to the podcast you definitely see it come through and I do share just out of stream just because it's on my spirit at the time like yeah. I do share about it um, because it has had that huge impact on me yeah What's mm -hmm. the, what's, if I can put you on the spot, like what's a story that resonated with you recently that you're like, oh man, this, I didn't, I never heard this story. I never knew this before. And this is something, this has taught me something about myself, about spirituality, about God, the essence of, you know, divinity. Mm -hmm. Is there something that's just top of mind or um, one that stands out the most to you? Well, top of mind, I say, um, may not know the story too well, but yeah. when, um, God told Peter and the rest of the people to go out to the water and then the storm came yeah and then um and then at that time like god was up there praying you know while the storm is happening so mm -hmm. he's chilling while they're in the storm and um and then during the storm when um jesus comes down and then he says like come to me and then he he goes to him and then he's walks walking on water. on water yeah yeah and then the thoughts and the things come in and then no longer walking on water right you know so that was just like that was powerful because it's like one that's the faith of like well why would i step off this boat to go do this right now you know 
so then you could take that faith step and then you could also still get in your way and have the doubts and the fear along your way so then how can we not get distracted yeah after we take that initial faith step you know yeah how can we not get distracted so it's 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 um it's very very interesting it's a big one mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it's like we all we all want to have that experience we want to walk on water mm-hmm. but like most of us are very very uh unsure about getting out of the boat mm-hmm. like if you want to walk on water you got to step out of the boat yeah and then even once we're out there doing it living it experiencing it like it doesn't it's not a it's not a 100 percent guarantee that we're mm-hmm. not as you said like we're not going to get in our own way exactly yeah i love that story too yeah it's yeah. so interesting and she's always telling people like don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. Fear is often the thing that gets in the way. Mm-hmm. Fear and the like other others. thing is like that's happening in the middle of a storm. <laughs> yeah. So like this is when all chaos is going on in your life and then you're going to take that faith step. <laughs> so it's not like when everything's going fine and it's great and then it's like, okay, hey, come walk on water. Come over here. No, yeah. it's like things are tough right now. Like you're in the middle of a storm. This is challenging still take the step yeah still Still. in the storm like now (laughs) now the worst moment the worst moment this is the time to do it yeah so so that's it and then like just thinking about how when we are going through the things and we are experiencing we're in the middle of a storm how can we have that awareness in the storm to know like keep going and keep taking the steps Mm. and just have faith within that knowing that you're going to be able to make it through you know so that's been important thing for me is like when the storm is happening like how are you how are you reacting and responding yeah when you're in the middle of the storm yeah so so just listening to this and this can be a question to both you guys here like from what i'm hearing in this story which i, I love it's such a beautiful story like we all have these limiting beliefs right mm-hmm. yeah. so how do we and they're just limiting us to so such a small possibility mm-hmm. so how do we how do we reprogram that or delete that to kind of foster an environment where we have a limitless belief? Mm-hmm. That's the big, you know, the big challenge. Like that's really this life journey. I feel, yes. you I know, feel, I feel like Zach, you were just Jesus there inviting us to step out of the boat, man. How do we do it? How do you do it? Like that's it's faith, right? Mm-hmm. It's that, it's that willingness, I think to like take a risk, take the step out and, and trust mm-hmm. even when it's like, everything in your body and everything that is logical and makes sense and even conventional is like, no, this is not going to work. Don't do this. Right. Like I often imagine like to, like in those stories, like to imagine, you know, the other people in the scene, like what were the other, because Peter Mm. was one of, one of Jesus, like closest apprentices or disciples, right. Sometimes he's called and it's like, what were the other Mm. people in the boat thinking like, dude, See you later. Yeah. Like nice. Like, don't, like you. don't get out of the boat. Like, are you crazy? There's a storm. You yeah. know, like, like getting ready to throw him a life jacket mm-hmm. kind of situation. But that's the thing is, I think that how do we, how do we live with limitless beliefs? Well, I mean, Akeem, like you, you said, like create that environment. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you start to like surround yourself with people who say, "I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to with like live with fewer limits, mm-hmm. fewer limiting beliefs." Okay, I can do this. I can step out in this way, and we create that environment and and have people who will call us out to that mm. the leaders mm. the sages and say hey come yeah. come here come and try this and the audits like the journaling because yeah. then i think you can see uh where those limiting beliefs are showing up in mm-hmm. repetition and start to try to delete them you know yeah that's huge that's huge and i've had some amazing people in my life lately 
that have really shown me like they just being around them shows me my limiting beliefs mm. you know where you know we're in one environment and complaining is like the regular the norm and then you're in another environment and then you say those same things and it's like solution quick fix oh what it's <laughs> like and you just kind of like look at yourself and you feel kind of stupid yeah and then then you're like yeah <laughs> but then here's the thing is that that is a vulnerable space when things are being shown at you because it's like it, it does make you kind of feel silly like oh mm. why didn't i know this like how come and then you may not want to go back into that environment where people are calling you out or calling you up right you may not want to go back into that environment because it's vulnerable and you want to protect yourself you want to protect that that part of yourself that knows what they're doing right. that feels safe so that's another thing i realized is when you're in those environments do you have the ability to remain like vulnerable and and stick through it so you could actually learn and grow or are you going to be pushed away and 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 not go back and find a reason to not go back yeah. or find something about that person you know so like it's it's when you have someone telling you it it's right in your face it's very you need to be very vulnerable and humble mm -hmm. and open to receive from these people and you need to be able to release like what i realize is like release the the guilt that you may have from thinking that way for that whole time the shame that you were in that position you were doing those things like you got to be able to release those those emotions that are, are very like heavy yeah you know very heavy and it's not easy to to do you know so even when you find that environment, you're going to be challenged. You're you going to be, yeah. it's going to be like a mirror in your face. Do you want to keep going back and seeing your shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you want to keep going back and seeing it? Yeah. A lot of people don't. And oh, that's yeah. just the fact. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a lot of stories too. Like just coming back, I, I often, you know, think of these things in terms of life and faith and spirituality and like Jesus would often ask people, Right. He's lots of healings and stories in scripture about him, like performing these healings. But what's often overlooked is like the question he mm. asked, which is like, do you want to be well? Mm. And it's wild because you think, well, yeah, like everyone obviously wants to be well, who has mm. some sort of affliction. But the question is always there because I think it's like ahead of the time in terms of like it's an invitation. Mm -hmm. It's not going to just like go around, like force healings on people that mm -hmm. wasn't the thing. it was this it was this do you want this type of intervention do you mm. want to be well and we can ask ourselves that because sometimes mm. the group where we can complain and everyone's like yeah yeah that sucks man that's the worst that person's the asshole like, it's them and we can it feels good because mm -hmm. it validates mm -hmm. where we're at mm -hmm. but it leaves us where we're at exactly it doesn't bring us forward it doesn't bring us up or anything it doesn't challenge us or invite us to step into a new place. It's that question, like, do you want to be well? Mm -hmm. And then knowing that mm -hmm. there is usually some type of response or action or thing that the person was invited to next, mm -hmm. which was like that leveling up, like, okay, do this, or here's this, or here's this. Now that this has happened, what does it mean for your life? Mm -hmm. And so it is that, that question of like, yeah, when we experience that, it can feel confrontational, mm -hmm. even if it's like a good thing and it's going to it's gonna help us in the long run. We often want to go back to those places and spaces of like people pleasing or just being in the circles where it's like, yeah, they're going to validate me mm -hmm. and my grumpiness and my complaints mm -hmm. and like celebrate those with me, mm -hmm. but nothing will change.
Mm. Yeah. It's a, it's tough. It can be tough when you have both of those options on the table (laughs) (laughs) to just not go to the same patterns because it's just patterns. Right. And, and the patterns, like they say that 95% of our thoughts are like the same running patterns. Right. And that's in your body. It's like ingrained in your body. So you go into the space and it's like 95% confirmation around you. You feel good. Right. But then if you go into the space where it's like, you gotta be conscious or present that 5% or else you're going to push them away. So it's like having that sort of awareness. And I tell people sometimes like, Hey, like I may react that first, like that I'm not receptive, but just give me like, just know I'm open. I'm I'm like, I'm, I'm going to reflect on this, you know, and I just may have that initial program that comes up that makes it seem like I'm, I'm not open to it Mm -hmm. and that it's not something I, I, um, I'm ready and willing to receive, but just give me some time. I got programming, (laughs) you know? So sometimes I just tell people that like, yo, it's, it's it's not, I'm actually very interested in this and I, I'm, I am on this journey. I'm committed to this journey. Um, I just got some programming that I'm working through. Yeah. And that is something that I may react and respond at first in a way, but I'm going to override that programming yeah. with the conscious mind to say, okay, what is this really about? You know, like, is this really the the path? Like, do you really, and then you could go into it. So yeah. that's something I do to, to help me and also help the other person or that environment, that space yeah to to like it's okay you know like mm-hmm. i don't i don't have i'm not perfectly in this i'm still working through some things in it but i want to be here so that kind of yeah um like makes it easier to be in that environment yeah well i think it's really important to acknowledge those like starting lines mm-hmm. or or where we start from and that that's probably not going to be the same place as where our finish line is mm-hmm. but like we all are going to start from somewhere mm-hmm. and to even know that about yourself right like that yeah. comes from probably that audit and that awareness of like okay i might start here mm-hmm. but i'm not going to just stay here right yeah. i'm going to move forward and it was something with my when i was doing personal training where i would I would like a lot of my clients, they wouldn't accept where they were. Mm. They wouldn't accept because all they could think about is I used to be this. I used to this. I used to that. So then they couldn't accept their current place in their face. So then they, when something got hard, they would just think about, I used to be, they wouldn't think about what I'm going to be, you know? So I feel when you bring that up, it acknowledges where this is where I'm at. I'm going there though. You know, so you kind of paint that picture and the the pathway. So then it provides you with a little bit more clarity as well. Yeah. You know, so that's a part of the, the auditing process. Like after you have a conversation that challenges you, go think about it. Yeah. Like, why do you think it challenged you? You know, does that is is that challenge something that is if you were to take on that belief or take on something from that belief, is that going to be something that is going to bring you in closer alignment with that that deeper part of self Mm. is it something a protection mechanism that you have putting up so like just auditing that so when you get challenged is a great time to audit yeah you know when you feel that way like you feel that you're pushing away like you feel that weak vulnerable that's a time to really look at it and audit it holding are we holding on to our past or are we like leaning into our potential mm-hmm. right that's where you can kind of look and say oh i was this mm-hmm. versus like i'm becoming this or yeah. I want, this is where i want to be yeah mm-hmm. that's so good just kind of listening to that um you know we a lot of us focus on destination over journey and mm-hmm. a lot about 
which you which you share on your podcast is all about the journey mm-hmm. and you talk about how big steppers don't skip steps mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. can you talk about how we can't you know we might think we're going here and we have this destination mm-hmm. and we're losing mind of the journey mm-hmm. can you talk about how big steppers don't skip steps how it's all it's all in the journey big steppers don't skip steps i love that <laughs> Me too. Me too. So <laughs> and it's, i said this the reason why this came up is because one of my mentees he was like was like calling me big stepper and then i noticed he was trying to copy what i was doing in this time of my life in this season of my life and he was kind of getting enamored and falling in love with this phase that i'm in and i had to say like big steppers don't skip step like you gotta go through the process like you gotta go through that journey because each step is going to equip you with something along that journey that's going to help you in that next phase so if you skip steps you're going to be skipping gathering tools and ammunition for this journey that you're going to need so it's something where i i don't know why or where this came from within me of just honoring the the journey and not wanting instant gratification i don't know where that came from but it's just something that i realize is so important because when when i'm in the say like with the business as i know as i did all the things in the business by myself and i really just like i did it all and i did it you know now i know how to do all these different things and then now i can equip others and i could know if someone's trying to like cheat me or like oh no this this is taking much more time than i i know it takes or i had a customs broker where he's like you can't do this and i was like actually here's how you do it and um I do it. I've done it before. So it's just like that. So then it's just that, that process of going through, you're getting so many experiences and those experiences are the real blessings because once you arrive at that destination, right, you may stay at that destination if you didn't gather the experiences and the tools to get to the next destination, Yeah, yeah. you know? So that's why it's like continue. Like if we talk about destination, that's all you want to go to fine. Skip steps. Yeah. But if you want to continue moving on the journey, then keep gathering all the tools and all the, the tactics, the ammunitions, the experiences, the, the character building and development, the challenges. Like, how do you respond when something goes wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, like you, like you may not know that. And if you don't go through that journey or you avoid the challenge, then when something goes wrong, when it really means something, you won't know how you respond. And you know, you may have that fear or doubt within because oh, I've never been in a situation before. But if you went through it and on that journey, you experienced something similar, then when it comes forward in the future, you're like, ah, I've been through this. This is light work for me. Yeah. You know, when yeah. when something comes, you're like, this is this is light. You know, I do this. This is what I do. Yeah. So it's it's a part of the big steppers don't skip steps. If we want to talk about reprogramming, it's each step is is reprogramming it's the repetition it's the repetition repetition mm-hmm. repetition this is who i am this is who i am i am yeah. the type of being that so you can affirm that to yourself and you don't have to just affirm from your thoughts you affirm from actual experiences yeah i'm the type of being that responds and doesn't react under adversity yes oh yes and here's the quotables <laughs> you know mm. here's the here's the references in my life you know because i didn't skip those steps yeah you know, so you don't have to, you could feel it and you could, when something happens, that's tough. You feel it instead of just speaking it. 
Yeah. You know, so that's why I feel like the the big steppers don't skip steps is super important. And for everyone out there to not want to get the the as we talk about roots before fruits, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing, right? It's like don't try to get the fruit before the root. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. tend to the roots, tend to the 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 source. And that's going to help your destination be that much more fruitful. Yeah. You know, so it's key just like not being in love with that, with the fruit, with that result, the instant gratification. And when you fall in love with that journey, you just become the being, the person that you need to be Mm -hmm. instead of just being put into a situation and like feeling lost. And it's like, no, I'm, I do this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like the trick of anything really. And it's that, that's, it's that old line, like how you do anything is how you do everything. Mm-hmm. And like people, I often think with like fitness and stuff, people, people look to the end goal. They look to the destination of being fit, whatever, whatever that is six for pack, someone. Six pack or pecs, like running. Biceps, yeah, whatever, yeah. marathon. Marathon running whatever, time, yeah. time or ability to do something. And we look at that end goal and say, okay, if I can only get there and we want to find the quickest way to mm-hmm. achieve that. And then what I've found, at least in my own experience, is like once you start that process, mm-hmm. you quickly realize that the, the destination becomes much smaller mm. and it's actually the process that you fall in love with mm. and you forget about the actual destination. Now, maybe if you have some target goal, mm-hmm. specific goal, like I want to run a marathon in this time or whatever, sure, you'll, you'll hit it. But if it's just something more like, oh, I want to like be more fit or, or be... Or I want to be happy or yeah. I want to be... In love or I want to, you know, that's right. Be in gratitude or whatever. It's the practice of doing it that mm-hmm. you actually find fulfillment in, not once you're there. Yeah. Yeah. And even if we return to the environment, right, it's, it's like you put yourself in that environment and that's a part of the journey. Yes. So then what happens when you get to that, indes- that destination, you have that community that you built as well. So it's like, there's so many different steps and, and layers to it, but it's like, that is the real programming. That's how you really get to those next steps is by taking the steps. Yeah. You know, we go to the story, like you got to take the step. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. You got to take the step. Get out if of you the skip boat. that step, then what? Yeah. What, yeah. what does that, if you skip that first step, then you're not going to start. Yes. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. So. No, that's yeah. good. That's good. Lessons from a boat, man. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. <laughs> so with all the steps there, you're talking about repetition, repetition. Mm-hmm. Another thing you talk about is how consistency compounds. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that is one of those ideas that falls into distraction or action because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, it's hard to be consistent and, and we, it's, it's nice to be lazy or get distracted by, you know, the things that are, are easy or, mm-hmm. or the, the excuses out of, you know, why I didn't want to work out today or why mm-hmm. I didn't want to you know, show up today or whatever. So can you, can you talk about how consistency compounds and it, it actually grow, grows yourself or your mm-hmm. product or whatever, whatever journey you're on? Yeah, definitely. It goes to the, you know, really in line with the, the big steppers don't skip steps because what happens with that is each day is just a little bit of consistency. Like I say, like 1% improvement every day right? 1% improvement every day, 1% improvement every day, 1% improvement every day. And for a lot of us, we're like, that's not enough. 1%, 1%. That's not enough. I want more. I want this now. Mm-hmm. I want, you know, I don't want to wait. And then what happens is we go for that 
that hundred percent for that day and then say we fall off or it doesn't work and then the next day we do like a 50 percent. we're going for all these big swings but each of those big swings is so exhausting it's so tiring it's like demoralizing you know like you're just going for it and then you don't get any wins and it's tough right it's exhausting on your being so then if we just reframe it and we look at our destination and we we say like if i were to just get one percent better every day like just one task like i started to think like yo 60 minute work block a day will change your life like just 60 minutes of focused work a day will change people's lives yeah you know and and just that like just finish one task because sometimes there's so many things you got to do right and then you're like trying to do so many things and you get nothing done so it's like okay if we just okay let's just make our our day-to-day goals shrink those and let's just focus on the small things that we can do that we know we're gonna do and let's build that momentum and then over time like one percent like after a year you would think it's 365 percent right every day one percent one percent but it's like i think it's like three thousand it's like it's thousands of percent improvement and if you put in any investment and you get that return you're gonna be so happy abundance (laughs) right that's abundance that's abundance but what we do is we don't we don't look at it in that step steps and how that accumulates we just think in that short term today like comparing it to that person that's not good enough i'm not there yet and then that gets us off the focus Mm. and then we lose touch with that that investment like it's it's crazy but it's such a simple thing Mm. but it's challenging like it's something that we really gotta focus on and like reprogramming within ourselves daily of what we expect from ourselves on a day-to-day basis Mm. because what we we can look at it as an audit and we say like, yo, do I have the things that I want? Like, am I where I want to be right now? And then, you know, you could say like, for a lot of us, it'd be like, I'm not really, you know? And then you could look back at what, how much were you trying to accomplish in a day and how did it go? And then you'll see a lot of times I bit off more than I could chew. And it actually put me in a lower energy state. It made me feel bad. It made me feel like this isn't going to work. And I've had doubt build up. And then took me two days to recover from that and um so we could do that audit and then we could just really be like hey well why don't we just try something new you know let's just try something new. just just do one small task that's going to get you a little bit closer each day and just see how that goes yeah so i think it's something for us to just explore i, lo- I love that even the 60 minutes of focus because sometimes i'll feel really busy mm-hmm and I'll be like, man, that was a, a busy day. Mm-hmm. But then when I audit and reflect, I'm like, I accomplished nothing today. Yes. You know, I actually didn't do anything. I mm-hmm. just distracted myself with busyness. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that's like 100 tabs open or running around to check in here or there. Like it's a lot of inaction that looks like action. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I filled up the day, but I didn't actually like, I didn't take any steps. Mm-hmm. I just stayed on that rock. And kind mm. of ran around like a crazy person mm-hmm. on that one rock. Um, so I love that even 60 minutes of focus. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's powerful. Um, one other thing, I got a lot of thoughts of all of this stuff just reflecting on this conversation already. But the idea of community and the power of it, uh, mm-hmm. whether that's your faith community or your movement, uh, your fitness community, your basketball community, mm-hmm. um, how 
you talked about like just showing up, like mm-hmm. taking that step and mm-hmm. showing up how powerful that is. And I was just reflecting like, uh, using cycling as an analogy, it can be really hard if you're cycling by yourself but mm. as soon as you're cycling in the peloton in the group mm. it's actually like scientifically it's 25 to 40 percent easier amazing <laughs> so like like um if you go by yourself you know you're working against the wind you're working against all these elements but as soon as you're in the team you know the team carries you mm-hmm. and um i was wondering if you could just like reflect on that whether that's like your faith or or your um, you know, your fitness, how showing up and having that community to carry you allows you to take those steps. Yeah. Well, if we look at the average, yeah, you know, it's just the average. Like if you're in that community and the people around you are just, uh, like averages a bit above where you're at, they're going to take you up there. Yes. You know, so that's super key. Just being in that environment and having that community that supports you and they they like y'all have common goals y'all have common things that you want to accomplish and y'all are going to support each other and knowing that sometimes it's easier sometimes it's harder and you can come to that and you could some days it's like some days you go to the workout park and you see someone else is having a harder day. You're going to carry them. You carry them. And it also reminds you it's okay for me to have that. Yes, for someone else to you carry know? you on the days yeah. that you need it. Yeah, so it's like, hey, it's actually okay. They actually are showing me it's okay. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, like, because yeah. I helped them and it felt good for me to help them. Yeah. So maybe it feels good for them to help me yes. as well. So it's just key. That environment is key. And, and just to simplify it and not make it something where... Like every step has to be one of like will and force, you know, just allow your community to carry you. Just allow it. Going back to surrender. You yeah. Know? You just know? allow it. Just allow it. And, and, and um, a thing is, I feel is like sometimes we feel like we have to be the one, you know, like we have to be the one, the leader. I'm the guru. Like I'm the workout guy. Like me, I'm the guy who usually runs these workout yes. classes. Yeah. I'm the guy everyone comes to. Right. But no, it doesn't matter for me right now. All I want to do is get that little bit of improvement and that community from my community so I could get better. And it doesn't matter about my ego of I'm the, the main trainer. I'm the guy that does the programs. And I actually had to face that within myself of, oh, well, I should probably change this rep range. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> like, I had to like let go of that, you know, because that technical aspect yes. isn't as beneficial as the community aspect right so you could maybe not have the perfect rep range or workout but it's consistency it's community like they're happier like so these different aspects just just let go of control like it's okay yes i I think that speaks like uh if you macro that out like i think we can feel like we have to do all the heavy lifting that we have to carry everything on our shoulders but Mm -hmm. as soon as we see hey dean's next to me keem's next to me Mm -hmm. we can carry this together just you know you sit up a little little straighter you feel mm-hmm. a little stronger because you know you know this is hard for me to carry this from here to there but if we're carrying it together it's actually quite light mm-hmm. yeah and we can kind of like zoom that out into business to workouts to mm-hmm. you know growing our faith yeah that there's power in community that there's power in and doing things as a as a group it's key it's so important and um just accountability is key and I feel like society kind of is running from accountability these days mm-hmm. where there is no real accountability. Um, 
in life, you know? So when you have that community, when you have those people around you, there is that built in accountability. Mm -hmm. And I respond well to accountability. And a lot of people respond well to being held accountable. And that's another audit where sometimes you don't do the audit yourself. Your community is doing the audit for you, you know, where they may call you out. Hey, uh, I haven't seen you at these workouts lately. Keep upgrade, delete. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do you want to keep that? Yeah. Do you want to upgrade that? Or do you want to delete that? You know, no, I want to go. Okay, how do I got to shift that? You know, so yeah. sometimes the audit comes from those people around you. So when you're auditing, you could almost include in that journaling, like who is keeping me accountable right now? Like, mm-hmm. is Dean keeping me accountable? Is is Akeem? Is my wife or my children? Like, mm-hmm. who who's keeping me accountable to these steps that I'm mm-hmm. wanting to take? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What it's all built together. Like, uh, accountability requires a plan. It requires mm-hmm. a vision, like mm-hmm. a commitment to something. Because mm-hmm. you can't just be like, hold me accountable to, to, to what? Like, mm-hmm. to whatever thing it is that you're inviting me to say, yeah, okay, I'll check in with you on that. And so it requires that sense of like vision and purpose and calling, okay, what are the things I'm going to do? Who do I want there to support me and to be mm-hmm. accountable to? Yeah. It's interesting too. Like our culture, I think there is, there's a lot of like, um, public accountability mm-hmm. to people that aren't stakeholders in the lives of us. Like mm-hmm. I think at like a, a higher level of celebrity and stuff, if you misspeak or someone finds something from the past when you were a less informed, mm-hmm. you know, version of yourself who maybe said or did something that was sexist or racist. Like we've seen lots of these things and that that person maybe has grown and would never say those things or be that way now. Like they're held accountable publicly mm-hmm. and it's like cancel culture and it's shaming and it's like this feigned accountability. Whereas I think for, for people nowadays, they run from it because they don't want that. They don't, nobody wants to be canceled or anything, mm-hmm. but we need each other to say, yo, yo, you no, like let's level up. Let's be better than that because mm-hmm. you've invited me into that. So it requires community. It requires relationship. And all of these things require like vulnerability mm-hmm. and openness and a willingness to say, oh, my first reaction might not be the best, mm-hmm. but let me sit with that because I trust you. There's relationship and I see that you want what's best for me. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm going to like think on this and then come back to it. But it's so central. I think it's a huge thing that's missing, missing mm-hmm. from our, our modern lives is that sense of who are the people that we can say, these are, this is who I want to be. Help me get there. Mm-hmm. And then listen, when they say, we see you slipping. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And not feel any sort of way to have support. Right. You know, like let that be something where we normalize support in every area of my life. So yeah. let's normalize having a goal and the only way you can actually say you have a goal is if you have built in accountability for that goal. Right. If you don't, then you, it's what they say. It's just a dream. Right. You know what I mean? Like, let's actually make it so every time you say you're going to do something, if you don't have accountability, then you're not really serious. Mm. <laughs> you know, that's like, like putting the rubber to the road. Let's normalize that. Yeah, you know, no, that's it's just good. like where we could let people in on certain different things and, and really realize that I care about this. And that's why. I have this accountability. That's why I set up these systems because I know the storm's going to come. I know the challenges is going to yeah. come. And when those challenges come, I do have that accountability. I do have something even outside of myself yeah. that is going to help me and support me on that journey. Yeah. And any, any goal setting course you take from anywhere, one of the first things they'll tell you is like, make it public, mm-hmm. share it, mm-hmm. share it because then it's a level of commitment. There's accountability and 
you're not just writing it in secret in your journal, which you can do, mm-hmm. but also then take those things out and share it with you know someone or a couple people in that community mm-hmm. that can say, okay, yeah, let's help you get there. Yeah. Yeah. That's key. That's key. Okay. One question on this direction that maybe to play the, the counterpart of the devil's advocate, sometimes mm-hmm. distraction leads to possibility. Mm-hmm. So is there a time that distraction is actually the right action? Mm. Or is it just kind of blurring things and confusing us from, you know, where we're supposed to be going? Interesting. Um, I, what I think of first, yes, I think of play, right? I think of that time where not everything has to be like, like this is either going towards or going against. Like we also need that time where it's just like, be in that free thought, like yes. be in the space of free thinking where you're allowed to explore this. You're allowed to explore that. Yes. Like go try different things. Like yeah. that's also key. So I feel that brings that element into your life of, of sustainability and keep going where I love that. You're not just like everything is like rigid, 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 yeah. strict. Is this in line? Is this not in line? <laughs> and I'm like, no, yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean? so I think that's um, something there where it's like, that could be looked at as play. Yes. You know, it could be looked at as like putting your, 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 this relaxing a bit and not having to think of an outcome on certain things. Yes. And then from there, a lot of the times that's where like the best things come from. Yeah. Cause you know, we're we, relaxed and mm-hmm. we're open. Yeah. We may discover something new that we, that we love and then, Hey, it may be a distraction. Right. But then we may just shift our whole vision too. like, we may shift like, yes. you know what I mean, so like, there's also the thing of being open mm-hmm. to receiving new information. Right. So, Hey, you know, I actually received this and I actually, I'm shifting a bit mm-hmm. and allowing ourselves to shift. Yes. You know, so I feel, yeah, it's a little bit of allowing that, allowing that freedom play. Yeah. I think too, like re- redefining or, or allowing yourselves to be open and creative around it. Like I used to think when I was in a more conventional like church and pastoral role, you have all these duties and obligations and things that you're like set out to do, right? Like Sunday's coming, like sermon, da da da, all the media, blah, 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 all the stuff to prepare for it, right? And then human people would come in to the office and require time and attention and care and thoughtfulness. And it felt like at times that was a distraction, Mm. but then realizing, no, 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 like this is, this is the action. Like, Mm -hmm. so flipping it and even, so even becoming aware and saying these, this is the actual work, Mm -hmm. like sitting with these people and chatting with them and like doing life and making space like that at it first it felt like the thing that was the, the distraction but i'm like no no this is actually the most important mm. thing so reframing maybe mm-hmm. and like yeah even scheduling time for it scheduling time yeah, for like the distraction that. to allow yourself to play and explore yeah, and yeah there's potential there's mm-hmm. always potential in it yeah i like mm-hmm. that scheduling scheduling that in yeah to your life because it's it's if you're always just super locked in and rigid it may be good for a, a, a period of time, mm-hmm. but at least for me, I found that I need that time of play. Yes. I need that time where I could just not be thinking so much and have to like really think about what this is going to, what the outcome or the result from this is. I feel that's very healthy. And then um, even just the rest, the rest side of things where it's like when you look at it from the rest is, you know, sometimes we look at rest could be a distraction, you know, like, just hustle, 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 25, eight. 
But yeah. like, I've heard that a lot. Twenty five. So we could look at it like that, but then when we when we look at it zoomed out, right? Because yes. if we zoom in, it's like, yeah, it's a distraction for sure. Because yeah. you know, yeah. but when we zoom out. And then we're able to see the big picture. We can see, oh, no, that's actually helping us. That's putting us in alignment mm. in that direction. Mm. So can you talk about, because sometimes it can be confusing if it's time to seed or time to harvest. Mm-hmm. Can you, I know that's one thing mm. you've talked about, seed or harvest. Mm, mm, mm. That one, that one is, is, I feel, just being in tune and understanding what season you're in. Mm you know and then yeah big steppers don't skip steps like yeah. all these things so yeah. like are you trying to skip steps um and then also like auditing and looking at it and yeah. seeing like is this it or am i gonna actually replant this harvest yes you know is that what this is about um so i feel like that's that's nuanced stuff yes. <laughs> that is just really all this stuff here yeah. you know taking time to rest it helps with that awareness taking time to just relax and surrender and allow yourself to receive messages and receive guidance can help too. Cause like, shoot, if we knew all the time, like, you know, it'd be super easy, but sometimes we just got to take a step back and, and be in that play state, be in that rest state and then just, just see, you know, but that's a, that's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. a tough one, you know, but even, even in that idea, that concept that you put forward, right. Is it time to see or time to harvest? Like, it it reminds us that there are times for mm-hmm. these things mm-hmm. and like it's not always we love the harvest we love the you know get out there and see the fruits of the labor but sometimes it's the seeding sometimes it's just the waiting and mm-hmm. trusting mm-hmm. right that the sun and the soil and the rain and everything is going to do its job mm-hmm. and then it's patience it's mm-hmm. waiting and it's not sexy it's not flashy there's something grand about it but like there's no harvest if there's no patience. And mm. and so I just love that baked into that is like that rhythm, mm-hmm. even of rest, work and rest and wait and work and plant and mm-hmm. sleep. Like it's so important. That's, that's nature. That's, we look outside and we see it. We live it in our bodies. We wake and we sleep, we eat and we fast. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, it's all in there, but sometimes we forget in the hustle, the 25, mm-hmm. eight, we just gotta go, 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 go. Yeah. We gotta like surrender to that cycle mm-hmm. and trust it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we have our own seasons. Mm -hmm. So don't go off other people's seasons. Don't go off the earth seasons. Like really try to understand what season you're in. Right. In this time. And then that's like the surrendering and all what you were saying comes in. Yeah. Because sometimes you just, you feel like it should be harvest season, but it's not. And you know it, you know, (laughs) just, just keep tending to the land. Right. Keep tending to the land. (laughs) (laughs) We need it. All right. Well, I want to talk about water eventually, but I want to, if, if we can circle back to the faith, cause I'm so curious mm. about it. Mm. And I feel, uh, it's something that's missing for a lot of us in society. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really interested in, in the blue zones in the world and mm-hmm. all these communities that live, you know, to a healthy active age over these centurions that live these beautiful lives. And mm-hmm. a key component is, is they all have faith. Mm. They all have community mm. and they all have movement. So you're kind of creating mm-hmm. your own blue zone here. Nice. But I think something, a lot of us have movement mm-hmm. and a lot of us community, mm-hmm. but I think there's, there's like a prevalence of agnostic beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess these are a faith of their own to be agnostic or to be atheist. But 
it, it kind of closes off so much possibility. Mm-hmm. So maybe I, I'm just curious myself if we can just like explore what faith feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, when you close your eyes, what belief feels like, mm-hmm. what, uh, what that kind of experiences. And then maybe we can zoom into some, some mm. areas as we go. Mm. I like that. I say faith, faith is, is, is the, like the belief in the thing without seeing it. Right. So it's, it's having something that whether, even if it's the, the, does the outcome, the destination that you want, right? You can't see it. Right. But the faith is like the faith to take those consistent steps every day, even though you don't know what the outcome is going to be, you don't know. So it's like, it's, it's, it's the surrendering. It's Mm -hmm. for me, it's like vulnerable. Um, and it's trust in the process It's trust in the path. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just to know that like I am guided, you know, I'm not alone and, and I don't have to have it all figured out. It's okay. And to be able to honor that and to keep going with that and keep going through that and to know that whatever comes out of this, however, this turns out is exactly how it's meant to be. And I feel that's it. So like the firm affirmations, like everything is always working out in my favor. That's like a way to get into faith. Like, I don't know how (laughs) right now, but everything is working out in my favor. Mm -hmm. And I feel it's key in this generation right now, because when, when things are going wrong and challenging and we don't understand it, we can get stuck. But some things is like, we don't necessarily need to understand we just need to just let it go and know that like this too is in my favor somehow. I don't know how, but just to have that, that faith that it is. And for me, it settles me into taking action that is more for the long term in abundance. I feel faith puts me more in abundance and less into scarcity or survival mode. Um, and then it helps me make better decisions because I'm able to look at it and then not make a decision based off only the things that I could see, all the data that I have, but make decisions based on things like, I don't know where that comes from, like the gut feeling even. Like, I don't know why, but I feel this is the way to go. You know, so it's that. That's something I'm really learning and um, exploring right now and And I'm excited to just keep going on this journey and to see how much I could have this a part of my life and how ingrained and embodied it can be in my life. So I don't consistently have to remind myself. I don't know if that's a thing, you know, I don't know, but, um, I'm like, I'm interested in seeing how it is so I could be, um, I just see the hang loose here, you know, like more like, you know, just like chill when the things are going challenging and, mm-hmm. and then to, to just move through the storms, move through the challenges, move through the hardships. And I don't lose or break character. I stay honorable. I remain honorable within what I do. And I continue to take those actions in the short term that I believe are the actions to take. So it's a, it's a practice and I'm continuing to, to work on, I'm excited to see where it goes. Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah, when I think of that 
faith and that surrender. I feel like when you mention abundance like that, the possibility there is abundant, you know, mm-hmm. it's open to all, all things of, of, you know, the universe. Whereas when we say, you know, I'm, I don't believe this, you're kind of closing mm-hmm. off that possibility of <laughs> abundance, you know, you're putting a hard stop right there. Mm-hmm. Pastor, you got any uh, any any contemplations on faith before we dive into take a splash into water? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I love I love what you were saying, Nikim. Like I just, uh, yeah, I think it it opens us to mystery. It opens us to the bigger story. And anytime, you know, lots of times people have experiences with religion or you know churches or whatever it might be, and it's it's a very reductive, kind of like narrowing and so it's like putting God in a box, so to speak, that we mm-hmm. can figure out and understand. And I always just see faith as like the complete opposite. Like it's the ever expanding mystery, right? Like I just see it as like something for me personally, like when I keeping with the water metaphor, when I dove into it, it was something that I think like, okay, you can kind of get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. And then you realize like you just keep swimming deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's like the more you discover and the more you learn and know, like the less, certain you become apart from the fact that this is the like the best path to pursue Mm -hmm. and it just leads you into like a deeper knowing while at the same time it's this paradox of like the depth of unknowing Mm -hmm. and it's so beautiful and it's so good and it has impact like for our daily life but also just like who how we show up in the world Mm -hmm. the energy we we uh inhabit and bring out and yeah pursuing a path of like peace and love and forgiveness and all of these traits that we would say are good traits like these are things we should embody Mm -hmm. like that practice daily is so central for all for all of us regardless of our like belief Mm -hmm. but yeah no it's it's a beautiful thing i think to to invest in and to show up for and to practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's powerful. It is. Yeah. I love that. Well, to kind of wrap this and then move, to, move on to water. I've got just a little water story that I've shared on the podcast before, but mm-hmm. uh, I met this shaman when I was in South America. I was like 20 or 21 years old and kind of ex- pursuing my own spiritual journey at this point and kind of seeking out spiritual teachers and leaders and, one thing that this this individual had said to me is that uh, was talking about our limiting beliefs and how we have to believe, uh, like suspend our disbelief. And he had a, had a daughter at the time that was five. I guess she'd be like, you know, 20 now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he said that I teach my daughter, I, I tell my daughter that she can walk on water, mm-hmm. but I also teach her how to swim. Mm. And I just like, I always think about that, you know. Mm. I just love that analogy that, mm-hmm. you know, we can believe, uh, we can, we can restrain, uh, or we can have these limitless beliefs, but we can also have our safety nets mm-hmm. and it, knowing uh, that the safety nets are below us allows us to, to, you know, reach for those limit, limitless mm-hmm. possibilities. Yeah. It's powerful. I like that one. I go back to that one a lot. Uh-huh. It's a good one. Okay, water. So this is, I'm always curious, like, what people are, what rabbit holes they're kind of diving down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you're one of the people, yourself and Darren Olean have both, like, sparked my curiosity yeah. in water. And it's it's along those lines of suspending disbelief, because I think, mm-hmm. you know, we see water as this thing that comes out of our tap and it hydrates us. But it's like, 
you know, we talk about energy and intention and mm-hmm. all these things. And, you know, water can be so much more than, you know, we turn on this tap and we drink this thing to, to hydrate us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know you have um, uh, a process with, with water that's full of intention and mm-hmm. full of, um, yeah, really just that full of intention. And, mm-hmm. and it's more than a cup of water. So can we, can we dive deep into this? Because I've been talking about it a lot. And yeah. people have been giving me funny looks. Mm-hmm. And been like, okay, you're going too, you're going too far for me now, Zach. Like, you got to reel back in. Just, you know, have your water. And, and, you know, I'm putting my water out in the sunlight. And I'm, like, bringing intention. When I think about it, like, we are water. Mm-hmm. And water, we are, we are energy. And, um, you know, when we come in, knowing that we're water, if I'm angry at you. Are, are just spazzing out you're going to pick up on that energy and you're not going to feel as as expansive mm-hmm. um and but if i'm loving and compassionate you're going to feel more invited and more open to to sharing mm-hmm. and knowing that we are water you know we're made up of water there's that same possibility with the mm-hmm. energy that we bring to this water in these cups that we're drinking yeah okay i'm gonna pass it to you <laughs> big time good thing so for me it's it's relating to a lot of what we spoke about on the podcast is what can we use and how can we use the things in our environment to help reaffirm and help us to get closer to what we want or get into that state or that energy. And then when you look at water is water is something that we drink every day. You know, like when I shower, there's something where the water is is coming over me. It's cleaning me, right? Um, so then I take it to the, the other levels and you don't even need to really believe in the, 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 the water stores memories to go to a shower and while you're getting clean, like the, the tap is washing all the soap off you, whatever, you can also think about washing off the emotions from the day. You know, you could think about just washing off all the stress and the worry from the day. You don't need to believe water has a superpower for that to help you right you know what i mean you don't need to believe it right so um just on that basic level i i utilize that it's just something where when i'm drinking the water if if you think about love every time you drink the water it's just another one of that consistency compounds where love 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 i'm drinking water drink water it's love this is love water it's love water it's love water then it's it like it doesn't have to be the water right because Say like there's the water, we are water. We don't have to even externalize it. You know, if you have a hard time believing this stuff about water, just know that this is a reminder. Whenever I drink this water, I'm going to be thinking about love. Hmm. You know what I mean? And just simplify it. So you just, just keep it where it's still within the, the, what we were talking about, about our thoughts and our programs and the environment. So when you create an environment of love, right? It's like, oh, I drink love as well and then this is in the water you know but when we look at it and we see the studies of water storing memories and when they say water is like a living being and water loves to move right water cleanses itself just like you know our humans cleanse ourselves but we need to be moving right and energy loves to move Right. So when you when you drink water, you don't drink from a a little pond. You drink from the the running water, the movement water, the flowing water. Right. Because it's cleansing itself. It's cleaning itself. And that's when the water is in its best 
state. So then that just goes to show us that water has preference. You know, at some points, doesn't matter. These, this bacteria is not going to grow here, you know, and in some other environments, this bacteria is going to grow, right? When we look at the human body in some environments, you're more susceptible to getting a bacterial infection or viral infection and some you're less likely, right? So we have those preferences as well. So if we just look at water like that, then it's like, oh, well, how do I want to treat this water? Like what preferences is going to make this water come forward where it's going to be the environment where it's not going to be attracting um, parasites and bacteria and stuff like that. So it's just like those different ways where you could just look at it and then not have to even make it in like something spiritual and just look at water for what it is. Um, so that's, that's, that's that. Um, but then what I do, I go deeper into it. One with the shower. Um, so just washing down and just utilizing the water for, you got to think like water is so powerful, right? When they say like, be like water, my friend, Bruce Mm -hmm. Lee, you know, it's like be in the flow, you know, or sorry. Yeah. That's what they think is like, be in the flow, right? Take the form of the glass. Right. But they don't really, um, talk much more they don't expand too much more on about it is like hey what happens when you build a dam with water you create energy right and that's gonna create energy if electricity for cities for countries right they don't talk about how water is one of the most powerful forces in the world where if you try to stop flowing water it's going to find a path right so it's going to find the path and it's the path of least resistance it's the easiest way but then what happens is the path of least resistance water shows us sometimes that's very aggressive path. And that's the over time, I'm going to wear this rocks down until I create a better path. So these different elements of water, just we can see them is like, well, let me drink the water. And as I drink, let's remind myself of that. So there's so many, there's so many layers to it. And then, um, going into the the water that i drink um one i filter it right so um i personally use the berkey water filter and then i put it through a vortex so it spins the water Mm. right and that's restructuring the water basically waking the water up again because the water's in our taps the water's just been chilling and sitting so it's like say like you just woke up the water and say you just woke up you don't want to just just wake up and then go for like a run like just give it a moment to like do a little stretches like so that's sort of like the water structuring is it's just a little bit of just stretching before you go for your workout so then you, you like you're honoring that water like water loves to move you can even just shake your water bottle and get it in movement and just like i want the i want my water to be closer to the river than to the pond Mm -hmm. you know so then i create a sort of environment where as it comes out of the vortex right as it goes into that that tornado funnel it comes out there's a a cyclone a a, like a circular pattern that it comes out and if you look at how water comes off rocks when we pee if we look how water comes out it comes out of like that cylindrical matter right so then it's like let's create that at home you know so it's just like creating an environment (laughs) right and that's just creating an environment where your water is also getting love you know if you have plants in your house where you put your plants in an environment where they're gonna thrive yes you you water them as they need to be watered so there's many different layers to it and you could take it wherever you 
you want to go to it, go with it. But I feel like one thing that we just know is there's a lot of power in water beyond hydration. Mm. And just that alone is like you get to decide how deep and how much you want to go into that. Um, but let's look at it beyond H2O. Yeah. You know, let's look at it beyond H2O and let's let's honor the water for what it is and and whether it's the flow the power the storing of memories the consistency the ability to create electricity let's honor it you know and and let's utilize those things in our life that we usually take for granted i spoke about breath work early right mm. that's the thing i took for granted because i did it all the time right right so same with water like we just always drinking water we're in the shower we're cleaning it's just something we just take for granted but what if we bring honor to that? How will that enhance our life? So, yeah, it's the key. lessons of water. Yeah. The lessons of water. <laughs> so, so Zach, Zach has been talking a lot about it, and obviously, you know, I'm I'm one of the one of the people who's not like quit it with this water. I'm like, <laughs> tell me more, tell me more about the water, mm -hmm. right? Um, and something he mentioned, and it just triggered for me when you said it's more than just H2O. So mm -hmm. we know like hydrogen and oxygen, but mm -hmm. there's a, there's a thing that I encountered where people are like adding even extra hydrogen mm -hmm. to their water. Mm -hmm. Is that something you've heard of or what's the, what's the benefit or mm -hmm. like in your experience or your opinion, like what is the, wh why would we do that? Why would we add yeah. hydrogen? What does that do for us? It's interesting. Cause they say it makes water wetter. Really? Yeah. So when you look at water, right, and um, water has a surface tension. So the water molecules are like holding on to each other. Yep. So if you fill a cup to the top, right, it's actually going to go above the top of the water and all the water is going to be hugging and holding on to each other. Mm -hmm. And um, it's not going to fall over to the side. Right. So what the, the making of the water wetter is making so it's not holding on so much. So then it's able to be absorbed more by your cells. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the, the adding the hydrogen to the water on that side of things. So it's, it's making water wetter. Right. Right. So even if you look at the, um, um, those, what are those machines, those Kangen machines, those like alkaline water, yes. those are ionizers, hydrogen ions. Okay. <laughs> that's what they are. They're yeah. not water filters. They're ionizers. Huh. Right. And what you find is like, use this 9.5 pH water and steep tea without making it hot. Right. Why? Because it's wetter. It's wetter. Wow. So it's, it's able to, to the molecules aren't so tight holding on. Yeah, yeah. And then it's able to, to like, like mix with the tea without the heat, without the heat. Cause, Cause when you heat up water, those molecules are moving exactly, faster. That's why exactly. it works. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That, so that's a trip. I yeah. love that. Mm -hmm. So that's that. And then also like beyond that, like hydrogen is one of the most potent antioxidants on the planet. So then, and then even if we go further, it's like hydrogen ions is the thing that grounds us and is what the earth gives to us. Negative hydrogen ions. When you put your feet onto the earth, bare feet, mm. right? The earth has so much negative hydrogen ions that it doesn't matter what charge you have built up. The earth is going to take it. Right. Right. So that's the grounding. So that's negative hydrogen ions. Right. So negative hydrogen ions is is in 
the, like the plants, you know, gives off that when you put in the, what are those, um, the diffusers that give off negative hydronons, the ocean negative hydronons, like grounding is negative hydrogen ions. So hydrogen, good stuff. yeah, like hydrogen is, is super key and super important. So with the, the water, with that next level of it and that nourishment plus the antioxidants is, is powerful. And there's like these tablets that you use these 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 like um effervescent tablets where it just kind of like bubbles up you know and then you don't have long to drink it where it actually is activated in its active state because it returns okay just like a fresh juice right like there's that happens right so um when you have that tablet so it's interesting i experimented with it and i would say that I believe, <laughs> I believe. And it's something where when you brought it up, it was like, I got to order more. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's one of those things like, I got to order more, you know? Huh. Mm-hmm. I was messaging with Akeem about water and he brought up the hydrogen and then I was mm-hmm. at my parents and my dad had these hydrogen tablets that Dr. Eric Posen, oh, podcast yes. alumni, right. had told my dad to take. Um, Eric is like one of these like wizards, like mm-hmm. he's got ancient wisdom to him. And he told my dad to take this hydrogen. And mm-hmm. um, I've been taking it whenever I go over there to sneak some hydrogen. <laughs> yeah. I take my dad's like, yeah. supplements. And I'm like, uh-huh. I believe it too. I've, I've, I've like noticed a little bit. Who knows if it's placebo or whatnot. Even if it is, it's working. You know, like yeah. my recovery feels just like a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What about other things that I've, I've heard people add to their water for benefit like mm-hmm. trace minerals mm-hmm. fulvic acid or himalayan or argalic um celtic salt mm-hmm. um can you talk about like you were talking about nature and its its element and how you know it's great this these taps where we're filtering the water and, mm-hmm. and we're removing a lot of this but we're also losing these like trace minerals that mm-hmm. we would find in the river that we'd find in the creek yeah uh, that we'd find when we have water in its natural state. Mm-hmm. So is there an importance to add some of this back into the water? Yeah, definitely, definitely can help. Um, especially when you wake up just to add some, a little bit of Himalayan salt, because like when you're remineralizing, you're, you know, you're putting minerals back into the water and this really a lot of it is just metals, you know, like when we look at it, it's just metals and what do metals do? It conducts, conducts electricity right so how does your brain work right it's like electricity like we're electric beings so why don't we add some of this these minerals which is going to help conduct electricity into our water so we get that in which is going to help us you know think that's like like they say like when you drink the water and remineralize the water in the morning it helps like jumpstart your brain you know because it's just synapses like it's all just electricity moving so the minerals help that Mm. you know so I love that water. Yeah, and then even um, the sodium, like, you know, sodium isn't bad. You know, sodium isn't bad. It helps you actually bring water in to the muscles, absorb, you know. So also that level. Sometimes you drink a lot of water and you're still thirsty. You're like, why am I still thirsty? And it's like maybe you don't have the minerals in your physical to actually get the water to do what it needs to do. So it just runs right through you. you. You just pee it out and then nothing you know so the minerals helps to to allow your body to do what it needs to do with the water and and with the rest of your day it's nature's electrolytes right there mm-hmm. yeah uh on the on the vortexing side this is sometimes where i like lose people when i'm talking about yeah. waters like <laughs> the vortexing and like it seems 
maybe woo woo or out there, but when I started to to look into it, and this is kind of what excited me, and it goes mm-hmm. back to that faith side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this golden ratio mm-hmm. uh, that we see in nature, and I remember learning about this in, in university in one of my classes that this was really big during the Renaissance, and um, you know, artists and and scientists like Leonardo da Vinci were obsessed with this. Mm-hmm. So the golden ratio, we it's like it's a math equation. And we see it repeat itself everywhere in nature. Mm-hmm. So like the spiral of a pine cone is the same of a spiral on a uh, snail is the same on a spiral that you'll see on a, like a, a shell in the, mm-hmm. the ocean. It's the same. It's the same ratio. Yeah. And that exact same ratio is if you measure how water spirals mm-hmm. naturally in water, which is the vortex, mm. is the same as mm. all these other spirals and all these other equations that we see. It's even on our face, like mm-hmm. the same equation as how our, our, our faces are, are, are made up. And, and that's how when I was when I was kind of going down this rabbit hole, this is how during the Renaissance, people like Leonardo da Vinci, like scientists explained the divine. Mm. He's like, this is how the divine this mm. is. There is intention in everything and it's mm. all connected and it's all the same. There's sameness and oneness from the water vortexing to the pine cone to mm-hmm. the snail, you know, it's mm-hmm. all the same design and there's intention. And to him, that's how he explained God. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that water spirals that way and we're having the still water, mm. if we can bring that golden ratio, that, that vortex into our water, it's like, it just kind of blew my mind and yeah. made me want to go and g- get into that. You know what? Like, the golden ratio is like symbolizing of beauty. Yes. So if nothing else, it's beautiful. Yes. Why do you want nothing? Yeah. Why do you not want the more beauty in your yes. life? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yes. Like, I, I do catch myself just watching the, the spiral and meditating. It's like meditation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So like, why not? Why do we, why would we not want that? It's, it just looks amazing. It, it sounds great. Yeah. So that you can bring that, that beauty in. Yeah, because mm-hmm. beauty in, in a lot of ways, like we go on these hikes, mm. you know, we go on these explorations, we go on these, you go on these airplanes for mm-hmm. these trips to go look at something that we find beautiful. Because mm-hmm. in beauty, we find awe, mm-hmm. and it, and in many ways, it, it taps us into, you know, some source or flow or our God or energy. You know, mm-hmm. like there is a feeling that you have when you're when you're in awe mm-hmm. of, of something. So if we can be in awe of our water, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And you drink it so much. So every time it goes down, it's just like, wow. Yeah. You know, yeah. why not? Be reminded, be reminded of the, of the beauty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my favorite theologians has a quote. He says, beauty will save the world. Mm-hmm. I just think it's great. Right. And like, I see it. You go for a, go for a run here in season or whatever. And you, it's like an evening like tonight and you get out there and there's just people, it's the same sunset that it was last night, that it was the night before, mm-hmm. that it was the night before, that it'll be tomorrow. And yet there's always, always, always people out there like capturing it with their phones or just mm-hmm. like enjoying it. We've all, we've all seen it. Mm-hmm. We've all seen it like almost every day of our life, right? Or every sunny day of our life. And yet we have this, we have this desire to mm-hmm. like watch the sunset. Yeah. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that's all it does for us. It's mm-hmm. just something that we can enjoy. It doesn't, it doesn't give us anything. It doesn't, right? But just experiencing it, seeing it day after day, it's like, ah, oh, it's just so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, and that's enough. Mm-hmm, and bring that beauty into the simple things. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing that is too simple to not have beauty in it. You know, so we, I feel we simplify it and we see how we could just integrate beauty into these little aspects of our life. 
then that's going to help remind us in the, in the in-betweens yeah. instead of waiting for the sunset, like what's happening in between the in-between, Yeah, you know? And that's when you're just like getting water, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting water. And then it's like, what the heck am I doing? Sometimes I'm like, you know, what the heck am I doing? How did I get here? Why do I have a vortex spinner spiral tornado in my house? Yes. <laughs> you know I mean? like yes. Sometimes I just ask myself this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I still can't believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, that's, I love that. You know, it just brings, brings some magic to the day. Yeah. You know, you don't always have to like travel, like you're saying, or go wait for the sunset. And if the sunset doesn't come, like, oh, I missed yeah. it. <laughs> this day is real. Yeah. You know, it's like, nah, like I just found this when I was just drinking my water today you know it's like yeah. oh that's epic <laughs> yeah yeah in the little things mm-hmm. yeah 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 something you said there we can wrap we can land this this plane land this <laughs> vortex in a minute but it's uh, <laughs> the space in between this was another kind mm-hmm. of thought that i loved exploring during my universe university days i believe it's like a japanese phrase that they called mm-hmm. kora mm-hmm. and it's finding the space in between mm-hmm. and celebrating that mm-hmm. it's like when you're listening to music there's all these notes that we hear mm-hmm. but then to find the space in between those notes mm-hmm. is like where the music actually mm-hmm. happens um so i like to like think about that space in between things when i'm like mm-hmm kind of reflecting on on things where is that space in between and and what does it what does it allow for yeah and if we go real like zoomed out meta on it we could look at the space in between of like this season like the space in between yes of um of you being on this this like hustle or like being in this season of like go 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 and then being in this season of rest like it's like when you zoom out it's like it's just the space in between maybe six months um, and that's like looking at six months over a course of like 60 years, um, as, or it could be like, um, six seconds in between the 60 seconds of like a, a race where you're getting prepped, like that in between a race, you know? Mm-hmm. So that finding that space in between and knowing that space in between can be huge, yeah. can be big. And like, can you still honor that? You know, but I love that, that, um, Cora. Cora, C, I think it's C-H-O-R-A. I'll have to double check. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. that was, I, I kind of was looking for all the spaces in between when, once mm-hmm. I like changed, flipped my mindset. Cause for, you know, if you're playing music, you're just focusing on the, all the notes that mm-hmm. you're playing. But uh, if you took that space in between the notes, it would just be like chaos, you know? Yeah. 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 And the art, when you look at art, background foreground yes Mm -hmm. yeah 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 Yeah. add that to your add that to your cora yes thanks put that in the bag yeah so good all right dean i know last time we had a keem on we did have our our usual closing questions so we could either ask it again and see if he's on another stone if he's like Uh, somewhere else or we could or we could switch it up (laughs) what do you you feel like i don't know or or just like what what parting words of wisdom yeah. do you have for us, Akeem Pierre? Mm. I would say honor self. Like honor yourself and take the time to get to know yourself um, and know that you're worth it, you're valued, you have something to offer in this world and it's something that is of value and is like nowhere else in this world. So it's really one of the best things you could do is work on getting that out. 
So no matter how you're feeling, no matter what stage or phase of life that you're in, there is something that you have there and honor that and know that it's important. Know that it's it's worth taking the time out. It's worth like pausing. It's worth going through the challenges and the hardships. It's worth all of it. So take that time to get to know self, honor yourself and and just know you're great and share that share that with the world and that may be two people it may be two thousand two million people whatever it is it's not that important just know that you have it and there are people who are looking for it honor that take the time to find that and i believe that's the space where we're in that like in alignment with self and and just like our higher purpose and our higher calling so you know you're you're beautiful you're loved you're valued you're you're honored and you are you're special you're unique you're gifted and take the time that you need for yourself and don't feel any sort of way to do that it's the best thing that you can do for yourself and for the world i love that thank you akeem yes sir. Good, thanks there yeah, we man. go thanks akeem <laughs> that's the best thanks y'all thank you, thank you. <laughs> energized man Oof. so good yeah what's your number right now Ooh, I, i'm a 10 10 i'm a 10 too I'm a 10 i rarely say i'm a 10 because yeah. i always want like room for yeah. for more you know yeah but i'm a 10 right now and i would say i am i am inspired yeah yeah 10 and enthusiastic Oof, there we go it's just thirsty me, yeah thirsty. yeah it's just I let me that, feeling i want that wet water Ooh, man yeah so cool we went all all over faith spirituality taking risks having accountability i mean all of those all of those conversations in and of themselves contain so much that can we can unpack and that can really they're really actionable like you can put yes. those practices and things into your life and and then ended with that super fun fun jam on on water and all that. Oof. But it was so great. Even after, just like even I ran down and doing some handstands and stuff. Like it's just playful. It's fun. Yeah. It feels like just life giving being with this guy. So yes. I hope it translated through in the conversation. I'm sure it did. Uh, but yeah, we just were so grateful to him for for coming out and sharing the way he did with us. All right. So if you want a little more Akeem, uh, a little more Akeem Pierre in your life, uh, check out the almost alkaline podcast yes it's amazing they're kind of weekly reminders affirmations you know snippets of wisdom that he's reflected on in his week and is sharing with um he's very articulate and very very direct with these these messages so check out almost alkaline yeah on instagram akeem pierre a chemotherapy a chemotherapy hey, yes thanks for good, correcting that that's such a good handle uh, well, either way, whichever you search, you'll find them, of yep. course. And then, of course, Rich Soul Foods yep. and uh, Beyond Wellness Retreats. You can follow all of the things that he's up to. We talk about Rich Soul uh, Foods and Beyond Wellness Retreats in the first pod with him. So if you're interested in that, go back and listen. It's just uh, equally wonderful conversation that will leave you feeling 10 plus inspired, enthusiastic, loved, full, all of those things. But yeah, check him out online. He is uh, an incredible person, creates lots of meaningful content on the regular so you won't be disappointed by by linking in with his channels also uh link there on his insta to um his youtube so check it out because that's very good as well there we go yeah if you made this far thank you we appreciate you we're grateful for you Mm -hmm. giving thanks to all of you um if this conversation connected resonated 
Uh, we always do appreciate if you share it with a friend, share it with your family, share it with your community. Um, and even even furthermore, we're, we're grateful for any likes, reviews. That just kind of helps us spread this message yeah. a little bit further. All right. We appreciate you all. Enjoy the goodness. Peace. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.